Don't do that again. Don't do it again. Live from the Summerland Studios in St. Petersburg, Florida, <laughs> here's Jeff. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Austin. With me, as always, is the Cyborg. Oh, hey, sweetie pie. Hey, buddy. Mr. Ryan's here with us again today. How you doing? How are you, buddy? Not bad. How about you? Good, good. No Megan today. Had duties that called her elsewhere. Well, gotta give her crickets. I can't give her crickets. Gotta give her crickets. Because if she was here, then I wouldn't be here. So... Applause? Yeah. We'll give her applause. Hold on. Let's turn that off. That's for Megan. And all you other moms out there. All you other mamas out there working your butt off. With your responsibilities. That's right. Into a daycare. That's all. So your husband can go make silly noises on a microphone. <laughs> all those it brings sacrifices so you make. Joy. It does. <laughs> Makes me happy. Almost as much as she does. Ooh. Huh? She Let's came give first. it up for me. <laughs> I'm great. You're so thoughtful and caring. Yeah. I really am the most caring person I know. Other than Ford Supply Company. <laughs> Which this episode is brought to you by Ford Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men with scents like tropical teakwood, citrus IPA, cypress pine, and a lot more at this point. I need more soap scents. Mark, talk to your guy. You were provided with new copy. Visit the website at fordsupply.com to order online and use promo code ALTERIGO to get 10% off your order. Ford soap, real soap. There's no bullshit. Except for their new elegant bullshit scent that's coming out. <laughs> Next one. They really should do that. They should do a bullshit scent. This one does I'll have bullshit in it. Wow. <laughs> That's going to be great. Busy week this week, boys. Is it? Busy week in the news industry here this week. I'm here to hear it. Ah, yeah, me too. Me Uh-oh. too. I was I'm hoping you were it. here to tell it. <laughs> I am here to tell it. I'm here to talk about it. Throw it out there okay. in the ether for us to discuss. Are we okay with that? Yes. I'll be taking notes. Good. Take diligent notes. So... Um, <laughs> Make sure that the people know, because if they were at home, they'd be like, I didn't hear a pen. Hold on. Okay, there we go. Oh, you're writing in the gold pen? I'm writing in a gold gel pen. Amber Simpson from Will There Be Cake uh, will kick your behind for wasting all her gold ink as he puts it away. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere, Amber's feeling much better. This one's from Megan. I can use this one. There you go. Yeah, Megan would want you to use that pen. You know who else would want you to use that pen? Who's that? Tony and Nellos. Of course they would. <laughs> Tony and Nellos Southern Italian Cuisine and Grill is a hidden gem that's family-owned and operated on the outskirts of St. Petersburg at 1136 Pinellas Bayway, South Tierra Verde, Florida. This is a must-try for a homemade Italian lunch or dinner. Just remember to bring your appetite because the portions are very generous. Call for a reservation today at 727-867-3577 and check out TonyAndNellos.com. See, there's my first note. It is pizza. pizza. There we go. What are the toppings on that pizza? Oh, we got mushroom and pepperoni. Atta boy. You forgot the pineapple. Not a huge, no, nobody forgot that. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of uh, some mushroom on pizza. I time. don't like mushrooms on pizza. Me neither. But mm. it's the most generally known topping, so mm. I had to include it. Just for okay. icona- iconography reasons, I couldn't say that, but you know what? Let's just move on. Uh, it is an iconic topping, though, and mm-hmm. I got to tell you, if Jack is ordering the pizza, you're getting a pizza with mushrooms on it. Oh, no. Unless you're contributing Gross. and you would like to pay to not have them on there, in which case, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'll bring my own. Bring it up. 
BYOP. Gluten free. Biop. <laughs> so, uh, as far as one. news goes this week, it's not really news. It's a really cool post that I uh, that I saw Rotten Tomatoes put out there. They had a mm-hmm. debate episode of what is the best adult animated series. And it was the iconic South Park going head-to-head with Rick and Morty. We're going to differ on this one. Personally, I've never watched a single uh, full season of Rick and Morty. If it, if, I've only seen a few episodes. If you don't like it, you don't like it. There's a very specific line for people who enjoy that. That's show. what I've heard. And I respect that. I don't, I don't, I just, I, personally, it didn't grab me. I watched the first four episodes and I was like, man, so everybody keeps talking about how great this show is. I've got to see it. I got to give it a mm-hmm. shot. And after those four episodes, I was like, I don't get it. I um, I watched three episodes of it originally, the first three episodes, and I hated it. Right. I hated it. And I was stuck on a plane. And one of the only options that was available was Rick and Morty season three. And I'm like, I guess that's what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I've watched it all the way through three times. Hmm. So it turned me around. You know, the first episode of the off or first season of the American Office is awful. Oh yeah, I am not a fan. Yeah, but it's my favorite series of all time. That season was a compromise to get that show picked up and really mm. roll it out the way it should be, mm. and it just took off from there. Well, that's interesting. I may have to give it a second shake because I mean, the, the, I know they have to build it up, but at this point, unless your name is The Simpsons, which The Simpsons isn't necessarily adult geared animation. No, it's not. A, a whole family could watch The Simpsons. Yes. Uh, but when it comes to adult animation, I don't see who can beat South Park at this point. What are they at, like 25 episodes or 25 seasons? Yeah. yeah. I mean, South Park is one of those things where I. I loved it because I was I was in middle school when it came out. Yeah, so yeah. I watched it or probably younger than that, but I was in middle school when I discovered it and I loved it for a long time. But after about 10, yeah, I dipped out. Yeah. Mm. Saw I'm the off. quarantine episode. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've gone back since because we got HBO Max for all the DC content that's mm-hmm. on there. And it's been all South Park. Mm. I, I realized I had every single South Park episode except for I think one. And I was like, oh, gosh. Is it Fish Dicks? <laughs> no, it's not that one. It's um, it's an episode that features a lot of deities, apparently. Yep. Um, oh, I've seen that episode. Where they're all fighting. It only stuff. ever aired one time. Yeah, and then they took it down. Yep. So, whatever. Good for South Park. They yeah. never, never have compromised, I feel, their vision. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody is a target. Every viewpoint is a target. Everybody's going to get put in the spotlight. Yeah, every episode where they attack something, it's... Both sides are shown, which I think Correct. is really smart and funny of them. Uh, and I think it's good that everybody's a target. I mean, the the most I uh, you know popular story of that is Isaac Hayes when they decided to say we're going to do a Scientology episode, and Isaac Hayes came out and said, "You can't do that. I'm a Scientologist." And they're like, "Yeah, we can." And he's you a can't bitch for that. You can't play chef for this many years. And be down with teasing everything under the sun. And then when something you like comes up yeah. and you're going to tell us no. Ah, Felicia. Yeah. So in South Park did not take a drop in ratings because Isaac Hayes stopped playing chef. No, not at all. Yeah. But anyway. Big uh, Mouse is a solid one for me. Uh, you should definitely watch the the little video. It's pretty cool. There is a definitive winner. I won't say who it is, but um, it's really cool. It's definitely. Does South it say Park. who's all involved in it? Like what animated series or? It's just South Park and Rick and Morty. It's oh, just those one v one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who's your bet? Who do you think wins? 
Probably South Park. Mark? It's got to be South Park. Yeah. Well, I, I felt the same way going into it. Yeah. Big Mouth is a solid show for me. I like uh, that somebody one. also mentioned BoJack Horseman, saying that was another I one. I love BoJack I've never Horseman. Seen it. It's, really? Is it one of the best animated series of all time? No. Some, but, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's fun. Yeah. I liked King of the Hill, although that's more family uh, oriented as well. But, I love you know. King of the Hill. And the Boondocks is also great. Oh, uh, Boondocks yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, news story yeah. two was about Rick and Morty. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> taking taking notes at this point. Yes. That's actually a pretty good Rick. Um, so, uh, Charm City Kings director Angel Manuel Soto will helm Blue Beetle. I love Blue Beetle. Yeah. What is Charm City Kings? I don't know, but this gentleman here, Angel Manuel Soto, is going to be the director. Okay, so I want a Booster Gold movie before I want a Blue Beetle movie, though. Because mm. they are you familiar? Are you, either of you familiar with either one of them? I've is heard the, the name Latino, but no, I'm no. not familiar with Booster uh, Gold. I thought Firestorm and Blue Beetle were good buddies. Well, Blue, yeah, Blue Beetle is just a funny character that's kind of been around through different iterations and different team ups and stuff like that. Um, especially like the Ted Cord one, it's entertaining, but he's kind of a bland character. Booster Gold is a fantastic character. He's a guy who always wanted to be a really famous professional athlete. He wanted to be rich and famous and could never do it. And he was working at a museum, and he figured out how he got some contraptions so he can do time travel. So we went back in time, or we went, he took his almanac. It's basically Biff mm. from Back to the Future. <laughs> so he went back in time, betted a bunch of money, yeah. won a bunch of money, rich, famous, most popular man in the world. So he did awesome. it all through time travel. But he was a janitor at a sports memorabilia museum before that. <laughs> And somehow invented time travel. And he just, he comes back as like the, he's the first um, superhero that has a sponsorship deal. That's amazing. So. That's amazing. What was the movie that actually really tapped into that? Superheroes that were sponsored. Wasn't uh, Mystery Men? Didn't. Uh, I never saw it. The Greg Kinnear's character. I, doesn't he have sponsorships in that? Can't remember. Obviously, The Boys does a fantastic job of oh, that. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, we got a release date, finally, for the Loki series. Do we? Do we? We do. Did you hear about this? Nope. No. When's it coming? June 11th. Ooh. Oh. So, I mean, we got WandaVision, which is wrapping up in a couple of weeks. <sighs> Unfortunately. I know. And then after that, two weeks later, we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then after that, I believe we get Hawkeye. And then after Hawkeye, I think we get Loki. Oh. Which is which? Actually, I must have that wrong because we don't have any promo stuff from Hawkeye. Hawkeye has to be after. Yeah, Hawkeye is like the end of the the year. It has to be. Very excited. All right, I'm that. distracting myself. Speaking of the boys, distracting me right and left handed. I know, right? Speaking of the boys, let's speak of them. Season three just started filming. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, I actually stopped uh, halfway through season one again. <laughs> well, there you go. But <laughs> Butcher Ryan can't wait. Butcher and uh, Homelander's actors uh, both posted pictures on set in Get Up, and it's just like, oh my god! I saw Carl Urban in the trench coat, ready to yep. go. I'm like, oh. saying hello, hello, Carl Urban. We've talked about this a little bit. Is he not every nerd's favorite actor? He's got to be at this point. Yes, he was in Doom. Mm-hmm. He's in The Boys. Mm-hmm. He was in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else has he Judge been Dredd. in? Judge Dredd. He was Judge Dredd and refused to take his helmet off. Uh, he won me over right then and there. Yep. I mean, geez, he has been in a lot 
of fan favorite stuff. He was in, uh, what's that? Oh my gosh, there's a vampire movie that he was in. Sit, not City of the Damned. Anyway, Priest. Mm. Was it Priest? Yeah, that was a comic book adaptation. Okay. Yeah, it's another good one. That one's got Paul Bettany. Ooh. And there's vampires and whatnot. Okay. It's, it's not good. a good movie, though. They've been trying to get a, um, including Carl Urban, has been trying to get a HBO to do a um, series, a Judge Dredd series called mm-hmm. Make a City One. Uh, maybe after the popularity of the boys and how great that's been doing for Amazon, maybe they'll finally snatch that script up and make it. Telling it's you. been floating in the ether for about three years now. <sighs> Judge Dredd is a hard one to do, right? Yeah, but that last movie was so good. I need it to was. do something else. It really was. And Carl Urban, sorry, Sly, I know you're a big fan of the show, but Carl Urban did a better job. Way better. Way yeah. better. And I don't know if that was his one. influence or Carl Urban's influence. I don't know. I don't care. I just think it was a better movie. It's a good one. That one's worth a watch. Yeah, it really is. No Rob Schneider in that one. Nothing against Rob. Big fan of the show, but... I'm a stapler. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Rob Schneider in the stapler. That's a little There's South a Park. South Park reference. Yep, yeah. there you go. Oh, man. Uh, okay, Disney Plus series release dates here. Are okay. we ready? We're going through all of these. Yes, no, maybe so. Now, I don't know what a couple of these are, but that's okay. We'll move on. Uh, There's some that are important here. March 19th, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. Amazing little poster here with Bucky and Sam Wilson and Baron Zemo and Agent 13, and I'm assuming whoever's U.S. agent standing in the yeah. middle of the uh, the shield. They released another 30-second trailer for that today that was very Zemo-heavy, and I'm like, I like this. They're really getting into it. I like this. They're really leaning into it. And I'm glad they decided to stick with the original-ish Zemo look mm-hmm. where they finally put – the He's mask got on the purple him. mask. Yeah. And the fu- he has the fuzzy collar too. Mm-hmm. Cuz he has a jacket with like a like a bane looking jacket with a fuzzy collar. All in. <sighs> Love to see it. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers coming out March 26th. I don't know what. what? I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> animated yeah. live action? No, it's, it's just action, a right? logo. It's got to be live action. Pretty sure it's live action animated. Okay. And that's going to be a series. Okay. So we'll see. On May the 4th. I wonder what's coming out. Right? Yeah, Bad Batch is coming out. Bad Batch? Oh, yeah, that's the, the Bad uh, Batch, which okay. is about the Bad Batch clones. That's in the Clone Wars universe? Yeah. I don't know what the next one is, so I'm just going to skip it. Uh, Loki, June 11th. We just talked about I've that. heard of that one. Okay. Uh, and then Monsters at Work in the Monsters universe. So <laughs> I wonder if it's going to have John Goodman and Billy Crystal. Are they following Mike Wazowski and Ooh. Sullivan? I hope so. Uh, me too. I mean, I think it would be cool to follow some of the actual workers at Monsters, Inc., but it would be funny. Or yeah. Well, but then again, can you get Billy Crystal to do that? At this point, I mean, Disney Plus is whipping out the big bucks. So. Yeah, yeah. And so there's no title on this, but it shows the young man from Drake and Josh. Okay. The one who still does movies. I think that's Josh. Yeah, the one that's on TikTok. The dark-haired, black-haired guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh. It looks like Turner Josh. and Hooch. And I'm only going to say that because the iconic dog breed that is in this poster. It does look like Turner and Hooch. Is that, th- that couldn't be anything but Turner and Hooch, right? Yeah. But a series around Turner and Hooch? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So that's what uh, Disney has cooking up. It's for all ages. You know what I mean? We can't yeah. sit here and be like, this going to be dim. Turns out it's going to be amazing. I don't know. Whatever. Best of luck to them. And Spider-Man 3 got a title. 
Is that official? Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the official one? The official name is Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man No Way Home. I wonder what that could mean. In theaters Christmas Day. We're going to get a simultaneous I Christmas thing? just don't know. And when you say No Way Home, I, I wonder what so. they mean by that. Oh, that's multiverse all day long. You think? He's going to be tumbling through some tunnels. Do you think so, though? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's metaphorical. Like, you know, now that he's got all this attention on him and all these people are going to be chasing him, I think we see a Sinister Six show up, possibly. Um, I think it's like you're too famous now. Everybody knows who you are. You can't go back to Aunt May because then all the danger follows you or whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's the hypothetical. I would love to have it be a multiverse situation, but I don't think it will be. I mean, don't we have confirmation that all those other people are in it? Uh, Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Yeah. Toby. Yeah. Andrew. Andrew Garfield. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yep. mm -hmm. Uh, The gentleman who played Dr. Octopus is Javier Molina. Yeah, I would have never remembered that. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Um, I don't know. I want to see a trailer. I want to see something. I want to see a trailer for Hawkeye, and I want to see a trailer for Spider-Man 3. Uh, next one in news. Actually, I got pretty excited about this one. Avatar Studios. Not James Cameron Avatar. Nickelodeon Avatar. Ah, Blue Arrowhead Avatar. Airbender Avatar. Uh, They're creating an Avatar or Last Airbender universe where they're going to be creating shows and movies in the Last Airbender universe. I don't know much about it. I only saw the movie. That's all I really know about it. Sorry about that. I I actually didn't think that movie was too bad. One day, got a wild hair to watch The Last Airbender, the original one, with Mm -hmm. my kiddos. Mm -hmm. And I got to say... Through season one, I was like, okay, I'm sold. I watched the entire series. Mm. It is one of the absolute best cartoon series I've ever watched. How many seasons did it go? Four. And it's done, done. Like, it's been done that for a while, That right? one's done, done. So in the Avatar universe. Is there, like, there Avatar, these, the next generation? There's Korra? Legend of Korra. Yeah. Mm. And that was another really good one, which, you know, you get used to Aang and the characters there. So I don't know. It was it was interesting going to Korra. Korra was not bad by any means. It was just a different story. So in the Airbender universe, uh, all the benders can only do one particular, you know, airbending, waterbending, fire, or earthbending. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Avatar is one who's born and can do all four. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a spiritual guide as well as a political guide to everybody. And um, in this partic- particular scenario, the airbender was like every when the Avatar dies, he resurrects. It's the same individual, same spirit, same Avatar, but it goes to a different nation every year hmm. or every time one of them dies. Okay. So this one is an airbender and somehow uh, runs away from his duties because he doesn't want to be the airbender and gets trapped uh, for like 100 years or something like that. Ooh. And they think the, the avatar is gone. And all of a sudden, he resurfaces and the whole world has gone to shit. And it's his job to kind of put all the pieces back together. And that's what Korra is? No, that's that's what the airbender is, the one with the kid with the arrow. Yeah, with oh, okay, yeah. that's the original one. Okay. Korra is the predecessor, or not the predecessor, she's the successor to Aang. Mm-hmm. So when Aang dies, the new avatar that comes is Korra. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I just said that. For yeah, something I'm from not. 1992? Yeah, yeah, I just said whenever the avatar dies, the new one shows. Come on. I was going to say, that's kind of crazy how like popular that got recently. Yeah. 
Yeah. When it was on, nobody really talked about it. It wasn't big. I mean, me and my brothers watched it as it was running on Nickelodeon, but yeah. all of a sudden now everybody, I see people with the tattoos and stuff. I'm like, bro, I didn't know that was yeah. even a thing. It popped up like, I don't know, maybe a year ago, and I was like, I'll check it out. Yeah. And golly, good for you, Netflix. Hmm. I watched the hell out of that thing. Uh, next one. There is a new series coming out to Paramount Plus. <sighs> Fuck Paramount. What? How many streaming services? I, I love just it. got on Peacock. I don't need to get another one. Right. They're just it's terrible. It's cable reimagined. It's all it is. And Paramount sucks because you pretty much have to have cable or a provider to even get it. I've been trying to get it just to watch stupid shit. You can't just download it like an app. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, then screw that then. Yeah. You have to go well, through like a whole rigmarole, bro. I'll it's wait for anymore. the DVDs because they're releasing a Halo universe. The video game, oh, the popular wow. Xbox series, um, is going to be the official title for Halo, the new series. But here's the thing. What kind of budget is it going to have? Because if it's a cheapy streaming budget, it's just not going to be worth it. They I got to come in guns a-blazing. You know? Yeah, I, I have no idea. They got to whip out that is... HBO money if they want to do a Halo series. <sighs> yeah, because that's a big universe. Yeah, you can't just do that. Well, you could just do that on a green screen, but then it's going to look like Star Trek Troopers. What? Here's my thing. Like, the way animation has gotten so good, why do we even need actors? Just do the CGI thing, man. Yeah, for stuff Use like that. Use the same yeah. guy who's played the original Spartan. Mm-hmm. John, I forget what his last name is. Spartanson. John, John Spartanson. Just Master Chief. Master Chief. His name legally. Exactly. Just be Master Chief. So um, just let him do it and then do it animated because everybody's so used to these characters anyway. They're all great voice actors. Mm -hmm. For God's sake, Nathan Fillion's in it now. Laura Bailey's in it now. I mean, all these big time voice actors, why don't you let them just do it? It'll probably just be Nathan Fillion then. Uh, RP K86. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert for you Destiny fans out there. Okay. Last oh. bit of news I got. What were you going to say? Uh, mm, let me see what your news is. Let me see if you cover what I was going to ask you. Okay. Is it about a trailer? No. Okay, then I'm probably not going to cover it. Oh, okay then. No, no, no. I, I don't have it, so you <laughs> please. Well, last weekend was... BlizzCon and you were really excited going into yes. it. How do you feel after yes. it? Yes, I feel let down. Oh, what they did. Ryan called it. <laughs> you did. I feel Is let down. Is it another mobile game? They did announce. Okay, I have mixed feelings in my revised answer. More so let down. And the reason I was let down is because I wanted to get any sort of release date on any of the properties that I'm. I'm excited for Was it. everything just super vague and we're working on it? Everything was we're working on it. They showed a lot of new features. They really started to unpack a lot of these games. Diablo 2 got remastered, which is a fantastic game, and that's coming back to Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. I will definitely be getting that and playing okay. the hell out of it. Um, but it's they, a remaster at the end of the day, so it's not that huge of an announcement. Actually, right. sometimes though now, lately they've been redoing remasters and like completely kind of redoing them yeah. too. So making it almost like a new plan, a new game. Okay. Well, I hate to disappoint, but they specifically said they're not doing that. Oh, like not, they oh, are strapping a new engine on the oh, old okay. game because they wanted to pay homage to the old game in the way that it is. And I'm like, I can understand that. Then cool. What else you working on? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So they did talk a little bit more about Diablo Immortal, is which the is mobile the mobile game? game that did not 
I don't think it got an alpha or a beta or anything getting no released release for date, it. Nothing. I was like, oh, cool. So the news is you're still working on it. The news is see got you next it. year. Yeah. Uh, Warcraft got an expansion, I believe, which okay. I'm, I'm not I'm heavily sure into Warcraft. But, dude, people have sunk more than their mortgage into Warcraft. That's scary, It's man. one of the biggest franchises in the world. I know it's huge in Japan. People love it. That thing just prints its own money. So they had this huge conference, and they didn't have that blockbuster announcement that blew everybody away? No. Nope. Mm. It was just like, thanks for being fans, guys. We're, We're working on BlizzCon stuff. We're BlizzCon line. And my baby, Overwatch 2. Mm. They talked a lot about Overwatch 2, about things that they want to do, things that they're working on, and they don't want to do... Uh, they're saying, they, they said right before BlizzCon started... There's not going to be an Overwatch 2 announcement. There's not going to be a Diablo 4 announcement. Mm -hmm. So don't expect that. But everybody who hears that We're goes, still holding I'm out. still going to expect it. But, Suckers. I mean, geez. Last year they announced the trailer, and it looked like it had come so far they even had a playable mission. And this year it's like, yeah, And they nothing. haven't made it anywhere no. after that? Well, they showed a lot of new features, a lot of different customizable things, and they're really trying to reimagine... Uh, the sequel of video games anymore because and I think we talked about this overwatch one is a PvP game yeah and I think they're having a big Trump problem with it too is because uh that, that whole uh overwatch league I mean you're talking to the people pay 10 million dollars a team and Jesus yeah and all the money they put into that make it overwatch two if it doesn't it's not as popular the league dies. Well, in trouble. Uh, Overwatch 2 and Overwatch 1 are meant to be a simultaneously updated game. They're still sticking with that plan that you were talking about last I week? I think it's a brilliant plan, to be completely honest. Me personally, no, I, don't, I don't like it. Because it's it's got something for everybody. Now, granted, mm -hmm. Overwatch 2 will have some PvP aspects of it, but it's going to be a lot of missions. You're still playing with your friends. You're still going in there with your heroes that you love, and now you can have builds for your particular characters and play them the way that you want. For instance... I've kind of said that. Before. I like that. Yeah. Now, what I like now is like there's a character called Reinhardt, and if you're familiar with Overwatch, Reinhardt is that iconic dude with the big hand hammer and the big shield okay i know and that it, guy just from ads when you're playing him his role Dude, is to stand night, in front bro, pissed me off so bad bro <laughs> i don't even talk about it he was he's to stand in front with the shield protect the team and if you play with him a certain way he can absolutely take over a game so he's like a shield bulldozer kind of dude. Yeah, big okay. time. Yeah, but just uh, don't go jumping into six enemies and cry about you not being healed. That's Fuck you, bro. That is true. There are a lot of players who feel like he's strong without support. You're wrong. Do I, not jump into a team of six people. No matter what character you are, you will die. Um, so anyway, there's going to be certain builds with him. For instance, he has a fire strike ability and he has a shield ability. And now with the build, the builds that you have, you can have it to where that shield's never going to be up. You can do, you know, a fire strike after fire strike and keep swinging the hammer and playing that way. Or you can be that ultra protector of the team and reinforce that shield to where it never comes down. Mm. So I like being able to diversify my heroes. I can't wait to jump in and see what those particular heroes can do do and how they can grow and build yeah because i'm like i would love to see doomfist with a few more moves yeah yeah but like and so like they're doing certain abilities like uh, uh it's a character named tracer gosh she's annoying when you're playing against her but if you're good with her man she's op I had one last but night like and I fucking hated you 
she has a little pulse bomb. She throws it on one enemy. It sticks to them. It does massive damage. It's a decent little ultimate. Mm -hmm. But now you can upgrade it to where it's a chain reaction. She throws the pulse bomb on. One of them blows up. The one behind him in proximity blows up and so on and so forth, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Like there's new ways to upgrade your heroes and continue to play. And so I you're think still a, those people that you're familiar with, but there's other ways to play and there's other things to get into and different strategies and things like different that. Different ways to build your heroes, different ways to build a team and it's almost like every mission probably is going to feel like a raid like you know have you ever played a destiny raid oh, so or is anything that in like that? pvp or just pve pve okay so pvp they'll still have a uh, competitive mode which is a payload push or something like that i forget what it's called but it's different than your cash typical grab. All right. yeah yeah cash <laughs> grab although all their yeah. dlc and everything is free Nice. Uh, the only That's thing the you have to pay it, for there is loot boxes. I mean, to me though, just call it Overwatch one and a half. That's calling like it Overwatch two. colon uh, yeah. something else. Like, yeah. And just drop it. Like, but see, that's the reason. Uh, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. But it is going to have a lot of elements to where it's going to be so different. I understand the Overwatch two, uh, but the fact that they're going to be releasing heroes in Overwatch two, and they'll also come to Overwatch one to play in PvP. That's pretty cool. That's not been done before where you're supporting both games simultaneously. For instance, if you have, like me, I, and you can ask Ryan this, have hundreds of hours as a character called Lucio. He's a healer. I'm pretty darn good with him. And I have almost all of his cosmetics. I have his gold gun. I have everything you could possibly want if you want to play that character. I don't want to go to Overwatch 2 and have the base skin and yeah, have to work from over. there. Yeah. But when you go to Overwatch 2, all those cosmetics apparently are coming over with them. So, you know, so whatever cool. you've unlocked in Overwatch 1, you're getting in Overwatch 2. That justifies your time investment yes, that it you does. did on 1. So that's, but, that's mean, a good move. I don't know. See, to me, it still feels like Overwatch 1.5. Like, I don't know if I want to pay, you know, 60 bucks to get a couple new characters that you could have just put in Overwatch 2. It's not just well, characters, though. It. but it's, yeah, it's You can do whatever you want. I'm sorry. For me, I'm, most yeah. people, it's PvP at this point. Like, who really... I mean, there's going to be those people that are going to play it. I'm just saying it should be like a... Like a DLC that you have to pay for or something. They'll call it a full blown new game when it's really not, though. It's but like see, Spider Man that, Miles Morales. Need. Yeah, almost kind of like that kind of a thing. I think there's going to be so many more missions and so much more stuff that you can do that that it really is deserving of the two. But you know what? Let's wait and see. Yeah. Let's wait and see when it comes out and see how that happens. But, uh, you know, I was disappointed to hear that we don't even have a date. Even if they would have been like, oh, it's March of 2022, I'd be like, finally, I have some date to stick in my brain and go, okay, that's the day I'm going to take off of work so I could sit and play that game all day. I wonder if they're trying to actually try to finagle out how uh, they originally wanted to use Overwatch. And oh, yeah. So Overwatch was originally an MMO. Yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. They maybe, maybe they do that. They do that. That'd be cool. Maybe. That'd be cool. But, uh, you know, and then you would play these heroes out in the world and you could interact like you would almost like a grand. Because adding so builds for, and stuff, it almost sounds like that's what they're yeah. going to do. For the people who are wondering, MMO is massive multiplayer online? Correct. Okay. It was me who wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is correct, though. But but th that would be cool. That was originally what it was. It was scrapped for this PvP game. I honestly think the, the direction they went is much better. I can't wait to see some of the upgrades for Overwatch 2. It just really chaps my ass that we don't have a release date for Diablo 4 or Overwatch 2. It's like, for me right now, video games feel so stale. 
and so boring. Bro, that's I'm honestly like, one of the reasons I started playing Overwatch again. Yeah. Like, I got nothing. Now I've got a circle. Of, you know what I mean? I've got to, like, get my, my circuit of games that I want to play because I start getting bored. And I'm like, come on, man. Let's move along. Guys, as the resident gamer of the podcast, I need to right. tell you about this new game that For you've sure. probably never heard of that I'm playing right now and really enjoying. I know what it's going to be. Link's Awakening. Oh, Link's Awakening. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. Yeah, I thought I had him hooked on Gears 5. I thought I was this close. If I didn't have to buy the whole system just to play it. (laughs) This close. I almost had him. Um, but but anyway, that's that's how BlizzCon was. I'm <laughs> I'm right. excited to hear about some releases and more stuff. That that happen. was a massive derail I did for your news. No, it's okay. It's all it's all news, man. Because I did say I wanted to talk about it. Um, last bit, we got a new trailer for Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah, See? with uh, Batista, and the premise is they're robbing a a casino that's been invested with zombies. Why does that sound like a plot I've heard before? (laughs) Right? Why does that sound like... Trust me, you've never heard of this before. (laughs) This one's out in Las Vegas, and it's interesting. I think they show all sorts of uh, stages. I think they show Vegas as it's being attacked, Mm -hmm. Vegas as it's being deteriorated, Mm -hmm. and then Vegas post-apocalypse. Now, my question is, who cares about money in the apocalypse? Why are you going to rob a bank in the apocalypse? And if you're in Vegas, why are you robbing a bank and not a casino? It's why a casino. You, it is a casino. Oh, okay. my, why are you robbing fault. a bank? Because Zack Snyder wrote this. That's why. <laughs> Zack Snyder did write and direct this. I'm out. That's all I you mean, have to do is say that. As I'm long out. as he doesn't fuck with my Batman, I'm fine. But <laughs> Batman's going to make a cameo. Batman is going to make a cameo in this. He's actually in the trailer. Ugh. No, I'm kidding. He looked at that's that's bad. Mark looked at me for a second. There was a glimmer in his eye, like, "Are you kidding me? Batman is in this?" No, you told me Batman is in another Zack Snyder movie, and I got a tummy ache. Ooh, so his tum tum was hurting. I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, oh yeah. We all got to sit through that freaking four hour debacle coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm already not Ooh. looking forward to that. Um, so I'm watching it. I, I, I gotta watch it. I watching have every frame of it. Care less. We're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about we're it. We're gonna watch it, we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna like talking about it. I'm gonna have notes. <laughs> Our listeners are gonna be like, God, I want somebody to talk Ryan, about this god awful movie. No, no, I got I'm gonna make a uh a guess. It was bad. It's still bad. And no matter how many cuts of it, it's gonna be bad. I really admire your dedication to the podcast and really diving in and making sure you're making educated decisions on these things. It really means a lot yeah, to it me. It does. <laughs> He's uh, gonna be right. <laughs> probably gonna be right, and that's okay. But you know what? We all need to suffer through this. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And me. you know what that means? It means you all have to watch the director's cut of Batman v Superman and Justice League before no, we get no, Yes, no, you no. do. My wife's going to leave me. Oh, God. Abby, sweetheart, don't do that. We love Ryan. We love you. Guys, don't, don't. I still need to see your beautiful milk chocolate babies. Zach Snyder ruins another oh, marriage. Oh, wish that evil me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Maybe he pulls it out. I see them keep bringing Jared Little back, and I'm like, why are you what, doing th- this? Did he completely reshoot the movie? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Completely reshot. Yeah. Like it's 80, a whole new movie. 80% Essentially, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's still gonna be bad. All the, <laughs> you know, the only thing that I'm holding out hope for is the fact that Jason Momoa, and Ben Affleck, and Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot, and Ray Fisher all decided to come back. They're like, yep. no, no, no. Trust me, this is better. So I'm like, uh, okay. Are you just we'll saying see. that? We'll see. 
Is it because some of these people don't want to let go of these iconic characters? Because all these people got paid again. That's because why. at this point, at during this a point, pandemic, at this point, Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck and Jason Momoa, they, they don't need to hang on to these characters. No, he's got Sonic coming up. He's got plenty of money coming in. Who has Sonic coming up? Oh, Jason Momoa is the voice of Knuckles in the new Sonic movie. Did you, I didn't know that. That's supposed, that's a rumor, but a strongly... I'm so excited for that. He would be perfect. <laughs> yes, he would. Oh, man. Have you seen Sonic? We've talked about no. Sonic a little bit. Go I've on, Sonic. Jim Carrey absolutely picks that movie up and steals it. Runs away. <laughs> they call the police. He's just so good. Uh, and uh, Ben Schwartz is fantastic, too. And oh, yeah. so is uh, my guy Cyclops. <laughs> He's fantastic. But it's a good movie. I don't know. I'm excited. Of all the news, what are you guys most excited for? Let me check my notes. Um, he does have, they're not notes, they're illustrations. I'll put it on our Instagram Illustrative so you notes. Can see it. Let's see, story four. Hold on, I am do, most excited for a low key. picture. There we go. That's what I'm most Wait, excited Wait, this is for. bad lighting. Hold on. There we go. This is they're the also pizza. bad drawings. Wait, let's do this. This is a better angle. You take that. The pizza excites me the most. <laughs> the pizza. Oh, dear Lord. So, the subject matter of this uh, episode. Mr. John Stewart, the Green Lantern. Oh, that one. That one. The one who we saw the amazing art for on uh, Emerald City's page. Oh? Yeah, the one yeah. where he's got the dreads going on and looks oh, like yeah, a yeah. hardcore post-apocalyptic. I don't know. He's our last character that we're choosing to focus on, and we haven't really done a lot of research and deep-dived into these. Well, I, I guess it's just the, kind of a discussion piece It's here. been the, the charm of these because we get to learn about characters we don't know a lot about. Yeah. It started with um, Bishop and Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Bishop I, was my favorite of all the ones that we've done so yeah. far. Am I missing one? Yeah. Nope. Nope, that's it. Because yeah. we did Black Panther, but we all were very familiar with Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, we, we talked about Black Panther as a movie, but as far as character... Uh, we got Character Bishop focuses. and Cyborg, and now we got uh, John Stewart. Yeah, the Green uh, Lantern. Who they... is my favorite Green Lantern, by the way? Really? Mine yeah. too. Yep. Absolutely, he's my favorite. And I, I feel like I'm going to a... learn from you guys today because I don't know a lot about him. Well, I just thought he was a good departure from Hal Jordan. Now, yeah. Hal was a pilot, right? And mm -hmm. John is from the Marine Corps. Yep. So John's more boots on the ground. He's a little bit more serious. Well, I think originally, like in the, the 80s version, he was an architect, which I always thought was cool. But I think they did a retcon for like the new 52 stuff and made him, made him um, a soldier. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Becoming a Lantern. This is from DC Fandom. I don't know much about him, but I, I thought I'd read this little blurb. Wanting to build a better world, when John returned stateside, he moved to California to study architecture in San Diego. After earning his degree, John was hired right out of school to oversee a project for Ferris Air. However, what he did not know was that since John was very young, the Guardians of the Universe had been keeping an eye on him, believing that he could be an invaluable member of the Corps. Well, that's interesting. They sent a manhunter to the Ferris Air facility to test his worth. You don't say. Without hesitation, John sprang into action to fight the Manhunter, and his bravery earned him a Green Lantern ring. Damn. It's ballsy to go out and take on the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. You don't say. Ballsy. Very ballsy. Yeah, especially seeing an outer, outer world entity. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I think that would be cool. So I the, the main things I know about John Stewart is from um, animated stuff. Right. Same read, here. Same here. I haven't here. read a lot of John Stewart 
books. Like I read a lot of Hal Jordan stuff. I have not read a lot of John Stewart stuff. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ryan? Have you read any of no. his stuff? So he's he's pri- I mean, Hal Jordan is the most popular one, but lately it's been in a lot of the Teen Titan stuff and a lot of the Justice League stuff. Um, it's always been um, him and the new stuff mm-hmm. and the newer stuff from the, like the last fifteen years. So I know the character from there. I know how sassy he is and how um just. He's just got a different attitude from Hal Jordan. Yeah, and I completely. Just, yeah, and I just think it's it's nice. And it's fun to watch people like Flash interact with him, expecting a Hal Jordan esque personality yeah. and getting the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Batman likes John Stewart yeah. more than Hal Jordan. Yeah. Now, <laughs> forgive me, DC Universe. There can be more than one Green Lantern at a time, right? Yeah, there's there's always more than one. Right. Earth has I its own. So that's that was going to be my question. They have uh, Hal Jordan and John Stewart are not Green Lantern at the same time. <clears throat> no, because um, so they were over this sector, which I think is like two nine one eight or something like sure, that. Sure, 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 sure. Um, Fact check him on that, please. Yeah, yeah please just do. make it up numbers. Don't at me. Uh, it's seven seven four three G two. Three G two. If I trail off it, you can't follow me. Right. But, um, right. 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 But. When Hal Jordan was towards the end of his like Green Lantern career, they kind of brought in when they were talking about they were watching over him, the mm-hmm. Guardians. Yeah, um, he was kind of like the uh, understudy. So when Hal Jordan was finally done and he went crazy and all that stuff happened, that's when uh, John Stewart stepped up and took over the mantle of the Green Lantern. Hmm. So I read like up until he took over, and then I kind of drifted off because I kind of stopped reading comics at that point. Yeah, but um, now I want to read a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I uh I'm I'm definitely trying to get back into it. The only DC I'm reading right now is the the heavy metal arc. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is good. It's interesting. I think John Stewart was the first black DC superhero. No. I think he is. I no, think he is. that's not true. In nineteen seventy nine. Cyborg is that old. Yeah. You need I'm to look that up. Look it up. Hold on, wait a minute. What are you gonna do? Look it up. I'm gonna Google it. This Google is brought to you by Forge Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men with scents like tropical teakwood, cypress pine, and many more. Visit ForgeSupply.com and use uh, code ALTERIGO to get 10% off your order. Forge Soap, real Tony and Ellis. should <laughs> <laughs> just start making up ads every time it's this is brought to you by Pepsi. Not really. They didn't pay us anything. But if they want to, we'd be happy to accept the check. Make it out to Jack Austin and have at least six digits. Thank you very much and have a great day. John Stewart is the first African-American superhero to appear in DC Comics. Really? Yep. Yes, sir. Well, good and for you, John. Green Lantern, Volume 2, Number 87 in December, uh, 1971. a boy, Johnny. So he predates Cyborg by just a couple of years. Right. Now, what was Cyborg? How, 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 uh, 84, 85, was he 84? Like that? Golly gee, Batman, that's worth a Google, isn't it? Yeah, let's do it again. Let's do it again. You know Roll what? It back. You guys go ahead and ad lib the ad this time. This episode is brought to you by Jack Austin. Listen to his voice, it'll be in your ears. That's all I got. Ryan, it's your turn. Who does what? <laughs> Ryan was sleeping. Thank you so much, guys. I'm honored. I was uh, honored. mesmerized you really, by that uh, art. You really sold me. You really sold <laughs> me there. Thank you doodles. so much. Uh, yeah, 1980 is uh, Cyborg. Oh, man. So really close. Yeah. 79 to 80. Yeah. Um, that's, I don't know. That's pretty awesome. So. All right. Yeah. 
It's a good, a good little bit about John Stewart. He is not, I don't think, in the heavy metal so far. He was one of the badass covers that they made Mm-mm. that I definitely bought day one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think he's been part of the story arc so far. The Flash family has, Superman has, Batman has. Don't no Aquaman either. No Aquaman. Okay. Aquaman's cover is the best of the entire death metal series, really? in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's the best. That's not but that's my humblest of opinions. I have it all for you. Okay. And you also need to read uh, Last Ronin. Oh, yeah. Which Volume 2 just came out. Still spoiler-free. Very happy about it. Are you really? Yep. Good. Good. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to shout out who it is. After a lot of guesses of who you thought it is, you only have one in fortune. It's April O'Neil, isn't it? It is. It's uh, April O'Neil. It. No, it's it's Krang. It's Krang the oh, whole time. I'd be happy. Krang is a turtle who wants to Krang. <laughs> they were ruining Game of Thrones earlier for me. I could do it. Hey, you ruined it for me, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone dies. Don't hit me twice. <laughs> everyone dies. Everyone. So, okay, there are rumors of a Green Lantern Corps movie coming out in, like, 2024. Okay. So they're either going to do a movie or they're going to switch it over to an HBO Max series. Series. So I can see a series. There's I want I want to see a buddy cop situation. I want to see a couple of lanterns teaming up and doing stuff hmm. rather than just focusing on one. Because there's many lanterns. Well, you're the one who just there's said that it's all cup. in what they all have their own sector. So why? What's the premise of these two buddy lanterns being together? But they do team up, and there is a situation where it could be like Hal Jordan and John Stewart being kind of brought into the fold and still being the understudy. Or would situation. you like to see a third lantern? Three lanterns. I mean, I want to see all the weird ones. I want to see the big pig-faced one. I want to see the dog. I want to see all these lanterns. We're here for all of it. Yeah. Make it weird. Make it funny. Put Taika Waititi in charge of it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't put Taika Waititi in charge of everything just to sell some tickets. Do it. Don't. No. No. Do not listen to Mark. Taika, you're a big fan of the show. Listen to me. Do not listen to Mark. (laughs) I am all for making it a series. Yeah, don't take their money. All of these comic book series that have come out, have been so much better to me overall than the movies because there's a lot of story to unpack, a lot of things to look at, a lot of elements that you want to be able to tackle, and it just makes storytelling to me that much better. These Disney Plus series are riding high right now. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to deflate the ship. Somebody's going to crash and burn? Yeah. Who do you think it is? Falcon. No, no, I think that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be a Disney series, or it'll be a Star Wars series. It, It pains my heart, but maybe Hawkeye's the one. I don't know. I have to see. I, in order for them to do Hawkeye right, they have to let them beat the hell out of Jeremy Renner. Hawkeye, in every comic I've ever read, has a hundred band-aids on him. He's always getting beat up. He is a human being, and they show it. And I don't think we've seen that from Hawkeye yet. I think Renner wants his time to shine. Like He had some, he had some spotlight in Age of Ultron, and he had some spotlight in uh, Endgame. I thought he was much better in uh, Endgame. Oh, yeah. I, I liked his arc in Endgame. I liked them unpacking that part of Hawkeye. Hmm. I like the idea of him. I just I'm excited about Kate Bishop. So I, I also want them to start to focus on his blindness and his glaucoma and how he's starting to lose his vision and not be able to be the same Hawkeye. I hope that's how this opens. Yeah, he's just having a hard time being just like the beginning of a. Uh, Batman Beyond, that first episode of that cartoon where it's just Batman getting the shit kicked out of him Mm -hmm. week after week after week. And are they finally going to show the fact that Hawkeye's deaf? That he can't hear without very high-powered hearing aids? I didn't know that was canon. Yeah, he's deaf. Yep. Okay. 
cannot understand a word. Too many battles, too many concussive grenades going off around him. His eardrums are burst. He can't hear anything. Give me that old man Hawkeye. Oh, my gosh. Give me old man Hawkeye, who is coming to Marvel's Avengers, the game. I'm going to suffer through that just to play as Hawkeye. (laughs) Why? You got to pop that disc back in. Why? Because I'm a fanboy. I I don't care. I don't care. You're giving me Hawkeye. He's the guy I want to play as. I'm going to throw it in and play as Hawkeye. Just like when War Machine shows up, I will do all the War Machine missions. I don't know. Mm. Am I typecasting my heroes? I love Punisher, Hawkeye, and War Machine. You're one of those dudes. Wow. Shooty, shooty boys. Well, not so much. Kind of. (laughs) I don't know. Give me a fourth. What's your fourth? A fourth? Oh, my God. I have to pick a fourth? Pick a fourth. Okay. And just coming out of my head. Oh, God. I was about to say (laughs) Star-Lord. The man with the laser Even worse. No, no, no. I've got to go Aquaman. Got to go Aquaman. Just because of the the impact he's had in my life. Yeah. You know? How about you? Let's hear your top four right off the the cuff. Haven't we done this episode before? No. I want to hear from Ryan. Top four right now. Sam. Top four what? Heroes. Heroes? Period. And just the gamer. No, period. period. Punisher's That's not too the much game. pressure. No, man. it's not. Let's hear it right now. I can't even think right now. Megan's not here and you can't even give us four? Uh, off the top of my head. Okay. Hulk. Okay. Uh, Come on, Ryan. That's one. Yeah. Deadpool. Deadpool? There's a shooty boy. There's a shooty guy. boy. He's, he's a two-gun um, shooty boy. Deadpool? He's a six-gun shooty boy. That's true. <laughs> Two at a time. Okay. Yeah. Well, not Hawkeye. Let's see. Not Hawkeye. Ugh. Who would want that guy? How long is the song? Bad, He's gonna need bro. the whole thing. He's I gonna am. need the whole song. You got oh, so so far. You've got Hulk and Deadpool. Anybody in the DC universe? Oh God, I like Deathstroke too. <laughs> Batman, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Spider- Captain America. There you go. Miles Morales. I got basic answers all the way through. How about I don't give no a Wolverine for you? I thought you were a big Wolverine fan. I like the Wolverine, but there's other people. He can't commit. He has commitment issues. I do. My heroes change time to time. No Black Panther? I'll throw him in there. You just going to honorary? Uh, yeah, Black Panther, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Black history, Whatever gets you, you to stop asking. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Mine are... Uh, <laughs> do you want a peanut butter jelly sandwich? We held out the whole month. Come on. Wow. Mine are uh, Cyborg, Bishop, uh, Green Lantern. Uh, African-American superheroes? I was just... <laughs> oh, shoot. John Stewart, Blade, uh, Bishop, and Storm. Oh, Storm's a really Storm's good one. Storm's probably the only African-American one that actually is. Um, no Rody Rody Boy for you? I love Rody, but if I had to pick them right off the top of my head, those are the ones that came to mind. Colonel James Rhodes is definitely uh, in my heart. You guys made it weird. <laughs> and Jubilee. From New York Times best-selling author Paula McLean comes a propulsive new mystery of intertwined destinies and heart-wrenching suspense. A detective hiding away from the world. A series of disappearances that reach into her past. Can solving them help her heal? When the Stars Go Dark tells a story of fate, redemption, and what it takes to reclaim our lives. When the Stars Go Dark by Paula McLean. 
Available wherever books and audiobooks are sold.